0: You have been warned, you press play, it's too late to stop, get ready to podcast.
1: Welcome everybody to another edition of Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting. I'm DJ Impact and I got the Vegas Bad Boys here with me. It's good to see you fellas and welcome to Three Counts. And on this episode, we got three good topics here that was picked out by the Vegas bad boys to discuss what they like or dislike about it. So we're going to get right into it, all right? Here's our first one. It's from Fightful.com. It's titled, Tony Khan says WCW would still exist if Ted Turner had his knowledge of wrestling. So it reads a little like this. Many people believe, that AEW is the first real competition WWE has faced since the closure of world champion wrestling in March 2001. AEW shares a lot of similarities with WCW. Both were broadcast on TNT and TBS. Both featured Tony Schiavone as the voice of their promotion and at one point in time, and both utilized free agency in the world of wrestling to create excitement. But the one difference between WCW and AEW is who is at the helm of the promotion. And while Ted Turner loved professional wrestling and openly admitted that, he, that the tri, uh, triad of Atlanta Braves, the Andy Griffith Show, and NWA Wrestling, he, what anchored the early days of his TBS superstation, Ted Turner did not have interest in directly being involved with the creative process of his professional wrestling organization. In AEW, Tony Khan is where the buck stops. It has not been an easy ride. But Tony Khan openly admits that the more control he's taken over his promotion, the better the product has gotten. Now ahead of his first night going head-to-head with major WWE brand, Tony Khan is saying that his knowledge of professional wrestling is the greatest asset. And if Ted Turner had the same knowledge, WCW would still be around today. Now this is the exact quote that Tony Khan said. I've never met Ted Turner. It's very possible Ted Turner is smarter than me but he didn't know 1% of what I know about professional wrestling or WCW would still be on TNT TBS. At AEW is here to stay. Watch AEW Rampage live tonight on TNT or watch TNT app on your phone or any device. Matt Michaels, what's your take on this?
0: A dick is, boy, Tony's got a long dick, because he sucks it very, very constantly. It's amazing. <laughs> Jesus. Um, first off, uh, I've never met Ted Turner, and he could very well be smarter than me. No, he is smarter than you. You are a rich little <laughs> yeah. fuck. That's oh. all you are is daddy's little boy who wanted a little wrestling company because he wanted to hang out with the boys. So, yeah, Ted Turner? No, can he ran the fucking network. In fact, he created the fucking network. So, he might have been thinking about other things in his life other than uh, how great of a fucking owner he was of a wrestling company. So, come on, Tony Khan. Uh, you know what? You and WCW have a lot in common, including Sting. So, <laughs> there you go. What a well, bullshit statement. This guy can fucking, you know what? If, if, uh, if assholes could talk, they would sound, yeah.
1: Like they would sound like him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, Michael, your uh, your 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 signal is dropping in out, but we got what you were saying. Let me jump over to you, though. Simon Street, um, Tony Khan, man, I mean, Ted Turner has—I uh, I would say—he's been pretty successful in most of his business ventures. Uh, what makes you? Uh, what makes Tony Khan think that uh, he's somehow just better at this pro wrestling thing than Ted was?
2: Uh, I think a lot of it is just kind of stirring the pot. I think he knows that he's not better than Ted Turner. Ted Turner has been in the game for the longest time. And, you know, yeah, the, the landscape in, 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 uh, re- in pro wrestling has changed. It, it just, it's just different. And I think that Tony Khan knows controversy speaks louder than anything else. Yes. Now in the end, we don't know. Like Michael said, you know, he 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 probably might just be the money mark. But at the end of the day, for right now, he's riding high. So right now, if he say he's better than Ted Turner, then all right, brother, put your money where your mouth is, because that's what you've been doing. So keep putting that money in there. And eventually we'll see in about 10 years' time. He's putting something else in his mouth. Okay, yes, his long, his long ass dick. <laughs> we know. Oh boy.
1: <laughs> uh Cincinnati Steve. It says in here, uh, it has not been an easy ride, but Tony Khan openly admits that the more control he's taken over his promotion, the better the product has gotten. You agree with that statement?
3: Of course. Of of course I agree with that. I mean, you're you're just going to give me like the the most T-ball type question out of everybody. You know what?
1: Yeah, I don't, I, don't know,
3: I don't exactly know if I would attribute that to his knowledge or not, though. Uh, realistically speaking, I think that there were a lot of growing pains when AEW first started, and they had to react to things accordingly. Um, as we talked about on this show, they had numerous faults and numerous problems with their product when they first started out. And over time, they've definitely gotten better. I don't know exactly how much I would chalk that up to Tony Khan being smarter than Ted Turner, which newsflash, I highly doubt that. No offense to either person involved, but the how fact much, of it is,
1: go ahead. I was going to say, so how much control did Tony Khan have of his company when he started compared to now? Because I just always thought he was in control. And and that's that's the thing is,
3: there's not really any way, any way to know um, unless you, you know, unless you want to, to fabricate stories. The fact of it is that, yes, they have they have gotten better over time. Now whether that's because he's taken more of a more of an uh, you know an approach and more of a hands-on approach with this product then whatever. But to say that Aew is worse now or even on the same level as they were when they first started, it, that would be that would be delusional. They have come so far in the last 2 years that it's it's not even worth putting into words. Like it, it's unbelievable.
1: Yeah, I'm just I'm just I'm just it just trips me out that he admits that the more control he's taken, it makes me think that he didn't have control as the business was was starting off.
3: Well, let, I mean, let let's be real. I mean, realistically speaking, yeah, when he first started out, for all we know, Matt Michaels loves to say it every chance he gets. Tony Khan's a money mark. So, okay, that's fine. If you're starting a brand new company and you have the financial backing, wouldn't you be more um, more apt to turn to people that know, you know, the, or that have experience in a particular field? Um, and now, realistically, now, yeah, realistically speaking, that's what he did when he first started was, you know, he, there a lot more cooks were in the kitchen and now over time, things have kind of whittled themselves down so that he is, you know, he, he has the, the final say so on very, very, uh, you know, on almost everything. actually. Okay, so,
0: so can we, can we address though, the absolute idiocy of this statement that he made and that being for one reason, Ted Turner didn't book wrestling matches. This idiot says he's got more wrestling knowledge. Well, jackass, if your competition that you're putting yourself against actually just owned the company and it was his network it was put on because he enjoyed wrestling, then you wouldn't have to be shits. Therefore, yes, Tony Khan, you do know more about booking wrestling because Ted Turner never did it. He hired people to do it because you know what?
2: He's smarter than you. But you know, at the end of the day, and I keep saying it, and Michael's you fall for debate bait every time, brother. Tony Khan loves to fuck with people. He loves to stir the pop. He he and that's why I say he may not be a he's genius, but he's a genius. People. He is stirring the pot, brother. He is he bite, not you biting that people. shit. You 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 be sucking he that shit. He is
0: not fucking with people. And I'll tell you he why he is not fucking. He is not, dude. You think he's really serious? Yes.
2: 100%. You think he's really serious? A
0: hundred percent. You don't come out and say that you're a smarter fucking booker of wrestling, controlling a company than Ted Turner. You know what? It doesn't show he's a genius. It shows he's an idiot. You know who you say you're a better booker than Vince McMahon, because Vince is the guy who's most comparative to Tony Khan. But you know who he says that he's smarter than in wrestling? Ted Turner. Who, by the way, is like in declining health and has not been seen in public because he ain't got his shit together anymore. Tony Khan is smarter than that guy. So, great. He's a genius. Wow. You're right.
1: All right, man. Let's jump but right in. As long
0: as you keep smiling with that toothless smile or everything, <laughs> good. Oh, my Lord.
1: the crowd time dates. <laughs> Our second count is from seats.com saying AEW is outselling WWE in New York by a wide margin. So Roman Reigns is coming to Raw. And this is how it goes. The war between WWE and AEW is heating up this Friday night, when it's past Friday night, uh, which it did. And then it goes into that I don't like AEW chances in that one at all, but there is a different battle of the war where all elite currently has a big advantage over wwe the ubs arena in long island new york will be home to an upcoming episode of raw as well as dynamite within 10 days of each other around late november early december and russell ticks has provided updated ticket numbers to both events as of tuesday night and the difference in tickets sold between the two promotion is staggering so just to give you what that is for folks who may not have access to that it shows for the arena for Raw uh, November 29th that the available tickets right now is 4,397. And they've only sold 2,837. Uh, so 39% of those tickets has only been uh, distributed. Uh, for AEW on December 8th, available tickets are 2,163. All right. And they sold 7,536, which 78% of their tickets have been distributed. Okay. So that says a lot right there. And then it says in response to the slow ticket sales, WWE began advertising Roman Reigns for the Raw event. And Reigns is supposed to be. Locked into, the Smackdown, locked into the SmackDown roster as of October 22nd. But WWE has previously established several ways for wrestlers to get around the roster rules set by WWE draft. Perhaps it's more likely that Roman won't appear on television and is simply there for a dark match for the live audience. The UBS Arena is a brand new venue, so it looks alarming that WWE is doing so poorly with ticket sales right now. So... Let's go right over to you, Sin City. It looked like we lost Michaels again, but um, we could still go without him. Uh, Sin City, what was your take on this?
3: So I think that, you know, it it, it is definitely telling. Um, it's a brand new venue. The shows are less than two weeks apart. And as of right now, WWE Raw, which actually is uh, on November 29th, Has sold just has sold under 3,000 tickets of a total of 7234. So if you look at the next thing that I'm going to say, AEW, they have sold 7536 out of 9699. So they have sold more tickets already for a show that airs on December 8th after Raw than WWE. And they, I mean, it, it's it's very very alarming because they have sold more tickets than what the capacity will be for WWE. Yeah. So WWE's total total capacity in that building, they're planning for seven thousand two hundred and thirty four people. So can one if it's at okay. max
1: capacity? So what now, can one take from that? Can one take that maybe in, in that in what Long Island is that they maybe don't like? Uh, maybe it's not a huge WWE town. No, or, well, well, I didn't, I didn't want to go that far. But realistically, the thing that
3: the thing that stands out is if we go by ticket sales, right. then then the ticket to AEW Dynamite is a hotter ticket than WWE Raw at this very moment in time, mm-hmm. according to this one venue. Right. Which just so happens to be in, in, on Long Island, right in WWE's backyard. Mm. An area that they have sold out since the beginning. Right. I mean, Stam- Stamford, Connecticut is a pretty short drive from Long Island. Right. So it's, it's one of those things that, yeah, they planted the flag in WWE's backyard.
1: Yeah. Let me go over to you, Matt Michaels. I mean, is is it is things getting so bad at least in that northeast area that we got to bring Roman Reigns out to save the show, or uh, you know, or is is is, is what's changing? Well, why are the fans totally going to AEW there and not WWE?
0: Because New York fans are smart marks. They like mm. to fucking oh, don't give me that smirk. You know it's true. They fucking they shit on everything. WWF. It's always like that out there. the The bigger thing is Steve. One factor that you didn't bring up is who's buying the tickets. Is it fans or is it secondary market? These these are from the
3: venue. So this is this is not secondary market. Secondary market. I'm
0: saying though. What I'm saying though is, are the people who are buying the tickets is it the secondary market sellers? So in essence, you could you could sell fucking ten thousand tickets, but you can have five thousand people show up because of the fact that those guys are smart into what's you know what's potentially a hotter ticket. So I don't put too much into like on the sales. I also do not put it past Tony Khan to be buying tickets.
3: So that's, so that's your conspiracy theory? But the, only, <laughs> but the reason why AEW is beating WWE is that Tony Khan himself is buying the tickets.
0: Very possible. Very possible.
3: Okay. All right. I would, lo- I would love to chat with you offline, Mr. Michaels, because I have quite a few conspiracy theories that I would like to run by you, sir
1: all right let me uh before I go right to you Simon Street let me just read a couple of things uh John had said first thing he said was ticket sales or total gate what's the most important who's making the most money so far then he goes one thing to consider AEW tickets might be the hotter sale now because it's newer you know what to expect at a WWE live event but a lot of people have not attended an AEW live event let's see how this looks in another two or three years good points there right there John Simon Street what would you take from this, man? I mean, for some reason, there's a lot of seats available out there in Long Island for WWE, but it's uh, selling out quite uh, quickly over there with that AEW. What's your take on it?
2: Um, <clears throat> well, are just generally speaking between AEW and Monday Night Raw. Two things stand out in my mind. I say if they came to Vegas and I had to choose within a week, Rampage, okay, or Dynamite and then Raw or SmackDown. Surprisingly enough, I would go to an AEW event. Two reasons. Number one, I ain't really never been to one. Number two, it's something new. Number three, and the most important for someone like me, is budget-wise. AEW tickets tend to be lower cost than uh, AEW, than um, WWE Raw and SmackDown. So, so
0: can yeah. I? can I but I'm so glad you said those words because that's exactly what I was just looking at. Every single ticket for AEW that's available straight looks straight through Ticketmaster. $35 or four, or 45 bucks.
2: And and that's what I was looking on StubHub between both of them, particularly with November 15th uh Monday Night Raw. And that's also in in uh uh what's Field House in Indianapolis. And then we also have uh AEW Rampage on the twelfth of November, and that's in uh, Minneapolis. And I looked at the lowest and the highest. The lowest for Rampage is forty-one dollars, and then for uh, Raw, we're looking at six. And this is on the low end. If you want to take it all the way to the head to the highest, we're talking about freaking one thousand fifty for or let's do the Raw VIP packages, eight hundred and forty dollars VIP packages. Don't turn to that.
0: I, I looked at you can't, you can't do pack. that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll go up a little bit. I'll go up a little bit.
0: Exactly. Exact venue. That raw. Exact venue. Versus AEW. AEW. Same venue. Thirty-five bucks. Forty-five bucks. The WWE has tickets in the up, up, for fifteen dollars. Okay. Cool. Then thirty-five dollars is their next tier. Then it goes to sixty. Then it goes to hundred. If you want to be on the floor. Right now, which is you know stuff that is not sold. This is available. It's 100 bucks top price. So 45 bucks versus 100 bucks. you take two people to AEW for one person to go to WWE.
2: And and that's my whole reason to, be, to me why I believe that WWE is struggling a little bit with some of their ticket sales. And, and I say that ignorantly because obviously different territories and different places in the United States operate different based on where you're at. But I've seen a trend to where there's more people that just want to have a good time. I mean, we're still in a pandemic. People still struggling. And if they could stretch a dollar, they're going to stretch a dollar. And unfortunately, WWE has not had a chance to kind of fluctuate their prices, at least enough to where it gets people excited enough. And again, we're talking about Raw. Raw, not all the times. When's the last time we went to a Raw? And you knew from the time you went in there, it was going to be the greatest show ever. Most of the time, we're kind of like, mm, "Are we going to get what we paid for?" And, and it's no diss to WWE. I know there's more to it, but I've been in that situation where I'm like, "All right, I'm spending this money. I'm like, I'm a kill even because i
1: been talking to the Impact. Let's not get the expensive seats. Let's get the middle seats just well, in case Raw is a bomb." Just, re- just remember that, right? At least right now, that you know, Raw now at, is a little bit different after the draft. So, if you if you've been watching the shows and you've not been filling. Good about it, then there's a good possibility that after everything starts on the 20, 22nd, I guess that's the date that um, you may feel different. You know, and one
3: thing, one thing that uh, I just want to throw out: um, Russell Tix did uh, send out a tweet actually earlier today, uh, saying, "Just noticed a major shift in pricing for the WWE event. In some cases, the prices have been cut in half." Previously, upper yeah. decks were $30. Some are now available for
2: $15. So, so, so they, they're trying to so adjust.
3: They, yeah, they're trying, they're trying to adjust their costs.
2: So. Which is going to yeah. be very interesting because I'm going to tell you right now. I mean, if, if my son comes to me and says, hey, um, I want to go see a WWE event, right now would be a good time because WWE obviously is looking as that's part of the problem, is pricing. So we'll see what the data looks like in the next But I don't know months. how
1: true that is though. Listen, they just they just sold out Ontario. They didn't do any price drops.
2: You know. That's Ontario and, though. I mean, I mean, that'd be okay. hard to kind of compare Ontario to, to, to what's kind of going on stateside though. Yeah, yeah but, but what I get
0: that's the ahead. smart that's the smart mark equivalent right there. You know, fucking Ontario, California, it ain't smart marks. It's people who fucking work for a living who uh, don't sit around going uh You know, fucking if it's in the Tokyo Dome, then it's the greatest thing on fucking earth.
1: (laughs) Facts on that one. (laughs) All right. Let me not add extra commentary. I'm the host. Let's go to number three. Uh, (laughs) From WrestlingNewsCo.com. I got two titles here. But here's the first one. It goes WWE star top dollar reacts after Max Caster's rap after AEW Dynamite. And it goes like this, Top Dollar has given his reaction to shots Max Max Caster took following Saturday's AEW Dynamite going off the air on TNT as the acclaimed member made reference to the WWE star. Caster stated that he wanted to be AEW President Tony Khan as badly as AEW did to NXT in the ratings. He also took a Dig at Top Dollar by noting that he raps better than the WWE star, and then the battle words between Top Dollar and the members of AEW roster all started when Top Dollar took a shot at wrestlers who claimed to be "quote cool and hip," end quote, when they show off their sneakers on camera, which led to the to speculations. He was talking about the Young Bucks, and the former AEW tag team champions responded to him with the message posted in their Twitter bio on Friday, and then Top Dollar released a diss track to react to that message. Now, let me jump over to the other one, also from WrestlingNews.co, that talks about that, which says the exchange of words between WWE star, Top Dollar, and the Young Bucks continues, and it talks about uh, how it all started again. It says the uh, Young Bucks then updated their Twitter bio to react to the shot by writing, quote, spent more on sneakers in September than the entire NXT roster did, end quote. Wow. Now, the Hit role member has released a diss track. During it, he brought up trending on social media, people who are five eight acting fake, people getting their sneakers in a twist, and much more. You can watch the entire video if you want to search that. Um, Simon Street, I, I will tell you that I, first off, As a guy who loves hip-hop, I am a person who loves when MCs can really freestyle and they can show uh, that they have skills. Uh, uh, Caster, I actually like a lot of the rhymes he comes up with. I have no no issues with it. Um, He seems like someone who writes it down and just memorized it and, you know, says it perfectly on mic. Top Dollar, who I know absolutely nothing lyrically about, when he did this freestyle, I'm going to tell you, it opened up doors for me. I was like, this guy right here is the real deal, because this didn't sound like something that was written and memorized. It it, it would sound like something that came from here. And this is only from, you know, I would say someone who have been around a lot of, uh, I would say, we call them ciphers. You know, who's been around a lot of that, who top dollar definitely has something there that I just never seen before. So when I heard it, I was like, wow. He, I mean, there was a lot of things he really came at then, you know, the entire organization, with, which I thought was 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 dope. But what was your take when you when you saw these articles of all, all the thing that, all the stuff that took place this week? Well, I mean, the
2: first and foremost, regardless if it's tangible or not tangible the atmosphere right now with regards to WWE and AEW is the atmosphere is war, you know, and, and, and with that being said, it's great because when you have something like this, you can take it as long as you need to. It's not directly on your show hundred percent. Although uh caster did spit lines uh, on Saturday uh, shooting shots uh, directly at, at, at top dollar, which I thought was cool. Um, it's great because it's something that I think is good for the climate. It's good for wrestling. It gets people engaged. It gets people watching. Yes, some of it is more, uh, easily to be, uh, you know, looked at from a hip hop perspective, if you're into hip hop. But Top Dollar was, was really, uh, um, I'm really proud of him because at the end of the day, this is distinguishing him at the right time
1: yeah. because
2: you now are on SmackDown. You're on the main roster and your ability to be able to, you know, basically shoot shots at your competition. And there was even something in that article as well, where even uh, other uh, people such as MVP on Raw says, who are you speaking to? And basically Top job says, well, I don't want to mention any names about the competition. Just if you watch the product, you can see that they make fun of themselves, basically. That kind of stuff helps when you go into war. Now, it could go anywhere, or it could just stay put on what he said. I thought it was cool. I felt like it was taken outside of the box. Shout out to Castor for uh, uh, picking that up and going back and forth. And I hope that they do go back and forth more on social media, not so much on the show. And that's where I get scared because I don't want WWE to do a cipher. Please, no, don't do a cipher. I don't want AEW and Tony Khan to, to allow them too much to, to showcase a whole fucking segment on there. And I felt like they was, they, they add the shot in what they was already doing because they was getting that Tony Khan, right? Sin City. They was getting that Tony Khan at that point. If they do it like that, it's fun. It's engaging. People can do it. I want to see more of this because, like I said, Top Dollar was dropping some bars. We know Caster, he could drop some bars, whether or not if it's on a freestyle or if he's just writing material. There's something there it will be tricky.
1: And here's the thing. I mean, listen. If you're into hip hop, then this is something that you're going to love. If you're not into it, it's like whatever. It's just a like, perfect example when you have on now. You got uh Rick booze that come with that guitar. When mm-hmm. you hear that guitar, you know uh, McAfee loses it. You hear this past week. He was like, "Man, do you hear the sound on that? Do you hear that electric guitar?" Now myself. I mean, I hear it, but I'm not a fan of, you know, listening to a lot of electric guitar rock. I don't listen to it. I don't mean I hate it, disrespect it or anything, but hip hop is something I do. So when I hear that, when I saw that, I was in. I was like, bam. Loved every minute of it.
2: Um, Let me me add one thing real quick about Top Dollar and I'll pass it on. The one cool thing I do like about Top Dollar is that out of all of the members of Hit Row, He's the one that when he was in NXT, I kind of looked at him and I was like, man, dude's a big dude, but what do you have more to offer? And Ray, he ain't that bad. You know what I'm saying? He ain't that bad. Uh, In his persona that he's building of himself, putting that out there, if WWE does pull the trigger, we might see more things from Top Dollar in general as him being separated from Hit Row or him having title opportunities because the way that he's carrying himself... He basically gives two shits, and that right. right there is fire. And right now, in like I said, the climate is war between AEW and WWE. You got the prime opportunity. Put Young Buck in the front like that, even though he did rap on the track. Was a Young Buck track, by the way. If you <laughs> yeah. listen to hip hop, no uh, no. Th-
1: that that would be cool. That's all I'm gonna say. Sin City, man. Um, when you got a chance, I don't know if you if you heard. Uh, I know you heard Casters. I don't know if you're a top dollar. But what was your take, man, just overall, even if you didn't hear it, you, you, you at least can read the lyrics. Not, it, was, it was nice that he put the words along <laughs> with the rhymes so you can follow along uh, with that as well. But uh, what was your take when you saw this was kind of going back and forth between the two?
3: Honestly, what I took from it was that Dollar is a very, very smart businessman. Mm-hmm. And quite frankly, you know, like them, hate them, the young bucks, if they talk about you, if you make a reference to them and they talk back, yeah, you're gonna get some sort of press. Whether it's positive, negative, it doesn't matter. At the end yeah. of the day, he put himself over and got himself over even more. Why would and, and no disrespect meant to AJ Francis? I he is he's a, a very charismatic person and he is he's grown by leaps and bounds in the ring. But the fact of the matter is, we would not be having this conversation if he would not have gone after the Young Bucks and if they would not have gone after him as well. So right. I, th- I, think, I think at the end of the day, what we're seeing is more than anything, we're seeing a situation where when the tides roll in, all boats rise and there yeah. is no such thing as negative press.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, Matt Michaels. I can see you going. Ah, I don't care. But uh, <laughs> you tell me, what was your take when you read up, or if you saw either of this um, that that took place this week?
0: Yeah, I uh, I saw it, and um, yeah, I don't fucking care.
1: Yeah, I, that
0: out. Uh, <laughs> I mean, honestly, <laughs> yeah. honestly, it's you know, it's just as stupid as Tony Khan saying that he's a smarter Booker than fucking Ted Turner. It's just like, this is petty bullshit. First of all, you guys who like to use the word war, fuck off, man. (laughs) War is a serious thing. This isn't war. This is fucking petulant high school fucking shit. It's not war. So let's stop using that term. That's fucked up. And that's a disrespect to the people who actually go for our military out to actually participate in war. They ain't spitting rhymes. They're fucking in a war. So yeah, but fuck. nobody's
2: used nobody's using like that. You took that way too serious, man, Michael. I gotta stop you there. That's way too serious. There's many phrases where people use the word "war" in wrestling for years. NXT has a goddamn thing called war games. Is that now beginning to be disrespectful and shot towards the Ooh. men and women in the armed forces? I mean, Ooh. it's just a word. We were just talking about a word war between two different brands. And, and and the context is normally used That's if people say it is. Brands.
0: You're talking two different brands, they're not at war.
2: But people are saying it regardless if it's the truth or not. We know people it's not a war. Shut
0: the fuck up. <laughs> Stop saying it because it ain't a war, man. It's as simple as that. You want to talk about war games? Fine. That's a fucking scripted thing. Okay. This is actually beef, right? You could have it beef. Have You have a problem. Fucking rumble in the fucking parking lot. That's fine, but it's not a fucking war. All right? It's as simple as that. You know? Have a little fucking respect when you throw around war. This was something that came up a decade ago in the NBA. When NBA players were saying, Oh, yeah, well, was like a war out there today. When our fucking troops were actually at war. So yeah th- this is silly this is bullshit this is guys who are fucking just trying to get themselves over in the minds of fucking wrestling fans that ain't a war that's bullshit that's i make more money because you stupid people watching this shit are paying for it that's it genius businessman as as stated very genius all of them genius businessmen because of the fact that they got people so worked up that they're calling this shit war. And they're going to be paying a lot of fucking money to go out and buy the shit. And I'll tell you right now, I'll be first in line when that fucking album drops for, uh, you know, the Hit Row crew. Fuck yeah, man. I'll buy it. Because I support it, right? But it ain't, it ain't a war. If AEW comes out with the fucking album, great. Maybe I'll buy it. But who's putting it out? We'll see. Uh, you can't tell me that those guys. We're
1: well, gonna have to give Caster out. a little bit longer because he it takes him a long time to write uh, sentence right. by sentence. But it's okay. It, it eventually make its way out. You know. Sorry, sorry, Sin City. If, if he was if he I, was on the I, other I, show, it'd be the other no, way around. No, because but, listen, listen. I told you, I like I like Caster. Everything he spit out on every show to me including the one where he got in trouble, okay? Um, Even that was like, okay, like, lyrically, it was cool. At the same time, all I see casters, to me, this is him. And Tony Khan beat him in three weeks, okay? Oh, here's one. Versus top dollar, okay? This is what I see when I see him. So I like But, here's the thing. but I'm just but saying. But it's the thing, though. WWE
2: was doing the same shit that Castro was doing. If anything, Castro should be more related to what we've seen, it, rap battles between the Usos and the New Day, what was it, four or five years ago? I mean, top dollar is just on some another level shit as far as wrestlers are concerned. Um, you know, would I put him up there with ciphers of today? Fuck no. But I would say he's definitely up there on par with regards to what we've ever seen in wrestling. He's, he's like the, uh, what's the guy that plays the guitar? We ain't never seen nobody that play no electric guitar like that. He's on next yeah. level shit. And he's somebody professionally could be on some next level shit.
1: Well, one thing for sure, man, is that uh, he definitely made a name because although I was familiar with Top Dollar and Hit Row, yeah. I didn't know much about, you know, Top Dollar, to be honest with you. Swerve is the one I know most about okay and B-Fab, i'm learning a little bit more i'm seeing her wrestle a little bit more i'm i'm catching on her but top dollar and um uh the other guy i forget his name i don't know much about so top dollar really stood out there to a point where i'm just being honest i know his name now you know he he, he it worked Let's just put it out there it worked you so know,
0: and and all this can just come down to one thing there's only one person Who's ever been the best rapper in the history of wrestling, and you can't see him?
2: All right, that, that's it for the show, guys. That's a good one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, he was the worst. <laughs> to be honest with you, I actually like Cena too. But yeah. Episode. And that's next you're gonna episode. tell us you like you, you. Next you're gonna tell us bring back Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. No, but you know what? Listen, I gotta end the show. But I'm gonna let me, let me put it this way. I was, let me be honest with you. I was, because, you know, I go to, I've been to a lot of manias, And one day, John Cena was on some hip-hop radio station in the morning, and I just happened to be tuned in at the time. This is before serious and all that. He was just on. I'm like, oh, okay, shit, John Cena's on. And you know how you do on most radio stations. All right, man, we got to see if you can flow. Drop a beat on. And they played a beat. And John went more than 16 bars. And I was impressed. I was like, oh, shit. And it didn't, and it didn't sound written. It would just sound like he would just, again, coming. Like, I, I really, that's part of the one thing I loved about John Cena and when he was under that, uh, with that gimmick. Because I love hearing those things. He was like, he really did enjoy hip-hop music. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, yeah.
0: And he legitimately, it, the freestyle was freestyle. Yeah, it yeah, was, yeah.
1: I know. You could yeah. tell. Yeah, you can tell. So, guys, this was fun. It's our three, three count counts. tonight, and um, we thank everybody for hanging out. We're gonna give our final thoughts for the week, and it's better always to kick it off than with our Simon Street. What do you want to tell the good people out there?
2: Well, I definitely want to talk about something. Uh, although Sin City Steve always uh, commends all of our men, women and men that you know serve in the military, but I want to bring something to the attention of. A lot of people, um, people who have served in our armed forces uh, when they get home. Uh, I think a lot of times we always look at them when they get deployed or when they're leaving, but when they get home, sometimes that transition isn't always a great one. And there's many things that they have encountered and dealt with that unfortunately not, there's not enough services to help them. If ever you find yourself in the midst of somebody that you care about, friend or family, or just somebody who has served at our armed forces. Uh, sometimes the best thing to do is give a listen, kind of be there for them. Because I think a lot of stuff that they have this on their chest, they feel like they can't talk to no, nobody. And it's always important to show gratitude in that way. And I'll just leave it at that.
1: All right, man. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate it. City, Steve, what do you want to tell the people?
2: Thank you guys for
3: hanging out with us tonight. Uh, the chat was on and popping. So thank you guys. Um, thank you for liking, sharing, subscribing, doing all the stuff that you guys do. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, again, a special thank you to all of the brave men and women that serve, uh, on lands, both foreign and domestic. Um, you, you enable us to do this show. You enable us to do everything that we do. So thank you for everything. Um, and a special shout out to our boy, the storm and Mormon. Um, we love you brother. Um, also, um, Repsports.com, R-E-P-P-Sports.com. Go there for all of your uh, pre-workout, weight loss, and general energy needs. Repsports.com. Use promo code Vegas at checkout and save yourself
1: 15%. All right. Thank you so much. Matt Michaels, what do you want to tell people? Yeah.
0: Hooters, waitresses, shorts
1: are not too short now. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for that. You know, it's... uh. All the information does not always have to be uh, something that of importance. It could just be... Uh, hey, hey, hey
0: you're to... saying that's... A... That is very important. It's on TikTok.
1: Oh. I'm, I'm
0: sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, old man.
2: <laughs> I just want to know, are Hooters wings a lot better than what they were last time I tasted them? Because they really weren't good.
1: Not as good as the breasts. All right. So... I want to thank all of you guys for hanging out with us tonight and we will see you next time, we've got a lot to talk about oh my lord, let's just get out of here we see you next week, peace biggest bad boys of podcasting